have been. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And we are entering where our second week of uh, uh, social distancing, aka quarantine, whatever the hell you want to call it, yeah. COVID-19. Uh, how are you holding up, Kenton? Fine. Yeah, why? Not you? Ah, it's it's a little boring. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to do some things to, to make things a little more interesting. Uh, I started a movie, another movie challenge. I don't know if you saw that on uh instagram but i'm starting to watch i i'm hoping that all this will be have blown over by the time my birthday rolls around at the end of april so i'm watching i don't i mean maybe optimistic i don't know Not uh, <laughs> okay we'll see but uh in the meantime i'm watching a movie for every year of my life uh until i turn 44 on april 28th so so far i'm actually a little bit but i'm not, it doesn't have to be one movie per night um although it was until last night when i just could not decide on what to watch from 1979 um what i've learned in this just the first few years uh is that i've seen pretty much all the great movies of the 70s like i there's not a lot there that i haven't seen because the challenge is for me to to um to see movies i haven't seen before um so yeah last night it was like a choice between uh the apple dumpling gang and uh rock and roll high school i think i'm probably gonna watch rock and roll high school but yeah, have to I just wasn't in the mood last night. I'm like, ah, I just don't feel like it. So I didn't watch it. I'll probably do a double feature tonight and keep going with that. So that's part of what I'm doing. Um, I'm also, um, you know, I have the kids part of the time. So I'm, you know, just doing a little bit of the homeschooling thing as well. So it's been, it's been okay, I guess. That's pretty good. We, we got a couple of cats spayed yesterday. Oh, lovely. Did you have to wait outside? Yeah. So that, that happened with um with our dog. Well, my, my ex has the dog, but uh, uh, he was having a seizure, so she had to bring him to the vet. Uh, he's okay. He just needs to take medication for now for the rest of his life. Uh, $10,000 a month. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, she, she took him to the vet and she said they had to wait outside. They basically took him in and they waited out in the car while they treated him and did all that stuff. And that's pretty much how it goes. And that's, that's actually happening at a lot of, uh, health clicks around the city and other places as well. I, I thought you could order a vet through skip the dishes. That's right. <laughs> Um, but we are, of course, here to talk about Star Wars, and uh, we had actually quite a bit of interesting news coming out this week. So uh, much. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, but first I have some Star Wars clickbait. Good job. What? What are you talking about? Huh? What? Goodness gracious me. This is the headline. This is from Sci-Fi Wire, which I believe is the kind of the blog of the Sci-Fi Network in the States. Uh, this is out of the Rise of Skywalker documentary reveals Oscar Isaac's contribution to a pivotal scene. <gasps> what could that be? What is it? <laughs> what do you, okay, well, let me guess. Let, let's what? take a guess. What do you think? What's the pivotal scene that he contributed to? Uh, the part where he, he and Finn make out and reveal that they're in love with each other. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> um, okay, let me think. What <laughs> What would the pivotal scene be for it's, real? It's uh, kind of hard to remember actual scenes from the movie at this point. Um because I've only seen it yeah. the, two, the two times. 
and and this is of course, uh, coming out of the the rise of skywalker is available on demand like on digitally for sale right now it's not on uh rent it's not available for rent or for purchase in physical form although nobody's gonna be going out to the store to buy it physically anyway but i guess you could order it if you wanted to the 31st it's available for rent yeah. for rent okay so um but yeah what do you what do you think uh, let me think what uh, was it uh it has it's to not, be some it has to be something with zori bliss no uh it's it's not as as much as you thought think thought it was it is the scene in which he sits there beside leah's body and talks to her about how he can't handle leading the resistance it's not like a great scene in my opinion but this is what the and you can tell this is written like you know when these things are written about um the rise of skywalker it says, it starts with Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker faced a number of major narrative challenges that it had to resolve in just a couple of hours. As director and co-writer J.J. Abrams emphasized numerous times while promoting the film, this was not just the conclusion of three films, but of nine films. That's not true. Like, we've already said that it didn't do a good job of that. And this 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 piece is obviously kind of a, a fluff piece about it. But the pivotal scene is, no, it's the one in which uh, they weren't originally going to have a scene that Poe is sitting there beside Leia's corpse, um, uh, talking to her. Uh, he uh, he suggested that to JJ, and they kind of came up with some lines, and he said them, and that was it. That's that's the pivotal scene. So well, that to me is oh, more accurately outlines the problem with the filmmaking process. Yeah, that's exactly people were it. making up crap as they went along. Yeah, exactly. And so it's a bit of a letdown that that headline certainly does not deliver. Um, and I guess we, we'll figure out. I wonder if we're going to be able to do if we could watch it together remotely i wonder if that's possible well sure it would be we could probably figure that out yeah i mean we could start also start if we, if we rented it at the same time and did the old you know assuming the buffering isn't as bad as it is on this webex right. you know we could probably do it well i'm i'm just waiting for the whole internet to just collapse right now because so many people are using it for this kind of stuff yeah. <laughs> it's just like uh we had power outages. I heard a student um, yesterday for one of their classes. We've been doing these web classes. Uh, a student, her power went out. So she drove to the nearby Tim Hortons to sit and use their Wi-Fi for class for an hour. She sat in her car for an hour during class. <laughs> that's, hey, that's, that's... Why I, that's why I'm kind of not a WebEx guy for classes. <laughs> and, and not just that, it takes away the main good thing about all of this, which is not having to bathe. <laughs> and, uh, well, you have to wear a, a nice, kind of nice shirt, like a, a yeah. presentable shirt. But I'm I'm wearing sweatpants right now. I'm going to be honest. I'm not wearing real pants. <laughs> I'm not wearing real pants. Those are real pants. Well, they're pants, but they're not like the kind of. I couldn't wear sweatpants to work. It's not like right? a kilt. <laughs> no, it's not. In many ways, they're better than a kilt. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so the big news that came out this past week—it um, was last week that it was—it was revealed that uh, uh, Rosario Dawson is going to be playing Ahsoka Tano in the Mandalorian in season two of the Mandalorian. So we finally get a real-life version of Ahsoka, which is a character we've only ever seen in animated form up until now. Yeah, that's exciting. Is it? Yeah, you—you you, uh, pretty stoked about that? Well, there's yes and no. On the plus side, I think that's good. It's good casting. She's she's a really good actress. She was good in the Daredevil series. <laughs> uh, she's done a ton of different movies, and she's been very good in everything. It's interesting now because she is like part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now she's going to be part of the Star Wars universe, right? So yeah. she's got different different roles in those those different uh, properties. Um, if there's two negatives, though, 
I'd say the first one is now we kind of know what the solution to where's Baby Yoda going. Oh, you think Ahsoka's going to take him? I mean, she'll be involved in it in one form or another, so that's yeah. too bad. Uh, I wish I didn't know that. And the other thing that's too bad is Dave Filoni's desire to work Ahsoka into anything he's working on. Now, okay, th th this is what's divided the community a little bit because there are people who love Ahsoka and there are people who hate Ahsoka, and certainly Dave Filoni seems to really like her. Um, I don't mind her. I think I think it was a she's a bit of an annoying character early on in the Clone Wars, like just because she's young and kind of like a go-getter and a bit, a bit i think she's meant to be an annoying character in a way she's annoying to anakin because he has to take on this apprentice um but through the course of that series she becomes a, a better character and she is actually in the new season is she not is she showing up in the new season uh did you watch the last episode I, i'm i'm I totally not up to date on the clone wars so i don't know well, I I did, yeah the well she's in the last episode of the clone wars it's not a me i mean it was in all the trailers and stuff so it's not a spoiler or anything and even the episode itself it was fine it was probably better Better than the Bad Batch episodes, I'd say, overall. But but uh, the Bad Batch of ep episodes, <laughs> just right. kidding. No, they're never going to get rid of that name. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, I I don't. There was like nothing that came out of that particular episode that's you know that's going to shake the Star Wars universe. Let's put it that way. No, so but again, all that stuff happens before um, episode three, of the films. Now, that's the one question that we have is like, what, now we've seen her in Rebels. We've seen her between the prequels and the original trilogy. That's when Rebels takes place. Uh, uh, the Mandalorian takes place after the original trilogy. So now we know she survives, although they kind of they kind of hinted at that. They didn't really, um, it was a bit of an open-ended ending with her in Rebels, but now we know she survives and she lives past um, that point. Um, but the question is, why doesn't she show up in episode three if she was they have to kind of obviously have to back write this they have to backfill this because it's already happened she didn't exist when episode three was made right because mm -hmm. that's a character dave Filoni came up with for the clone wars so they have to really explain why she's not around uh during that she's anakin's uh, apprentice why is she not around during the point in which he turns into darth vader well you know there, there's there's blanks in the story there's no doubt about yeah. that and uh but i think like to finally make it live action and on a show that has not made many missteps on a show that's actually good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think is good bodes well for that character and bodes well for the Star Wars universe. But I d also don't want the Mandalorian to become um, famous Star Wars character of the week. Okay. Like, did that... you see, did, did you hear the other casting news? No. You didn't hear about it yesterday? All, all I heard was that we'll be seeing other faces, familiar faces. So what is the news? Well, the news yesterday was uh, our friend from uh, the Terminator, Michael Bean. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. He's in, he's in the Mandalorian. Oh, cool. I like him. So yeah, I love him, and he has really not done anything for quite some time. Like he just does James Cameron movies. That's all he ever did. Right, he was right. in, uh, he was in the Abyss. He was in Terminator. He was in uh, he was not in Titanic, but that's like the only one. Uh, he was not in Avatar either. But <laughs> tradition of eighties. Uh, uh celebrities being in the mandalorian oh, he was in aliens right he was in the, he was he was hicks was great in that or hudson one of those two i always mix those two up hudson or hicks um hicks. okay anyway but yeah he is he's in a couple of really good james cameron movies and he's in one of those great i think he's a great uh action kind of actor yeah. i can see him being like a grizzled bounty hunter or something like that i could definitely see him doing that but they don't say what character he's playing they do not say okay and uh steel saunders yesterday 
said he wanted people to Photoshop him onto Dash Rendar. That's right. I was just thinking that. You make a good Dash Rendar for yeah. sure. I thought I thought of who the last person I would want him to be. Are you ready? Okay. I would I would not like it if he were Ezra. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. That that's doesn't worse. work. It's no. worse than Dash Rendar. Yeah. Now that's but there you go. There, there's a character that we could see. If we can see an Ahsoka Tano, we could definitely see a, uh Ezra um come come into this um series. The the piece I read said that it was it was an interview with uh with John Favreau when he said we will see some characters from the original trilogy pop up. Now we we have already kind of we saw well it wasn't Salacious Crumb, but it was another of his species. We've seen different things, different hints to the original trilogy. Um, but if we're talking about specific characters, who do you think might show up from the original trilogy? Well, who, I mean, I've, I've been sort of racking my brain at who could Michael Bean be playing somebody we know already. I don't think so. I don't think that's possible. It's a tough one. It's possible. I just haven't really, I haven't put my mind to really like going through the possibilities. Yeah. But, uh, earlier this week I thought of, um, and he wouldn't be playing this role, but I thought, uh, Sabine. Mandalorian Sabine yeah. Wren that yeah. she that if Ahsoka was on there she could be on there yeah that's true especially since she is a Mandalorian so that would make perfect sense but I just can't I'm, like as I say I can't be hero of the week and it can't be I don't think we want CGI Luke this is post Return of the Jedi. Yeah, no, we'd have to like they'd have to CGI yeah. everybody, even like uh, Harrison Ford. They'd have to like youngify yeah. him or whatever, and they're not going to do that. Plus, I don't think he would do that. I don't think he'd be in. I think he's done with Star Wars now. Let's hope like he's completely done. Um, so they couldn't do a traditional character. They could do uh, Lobot. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the side characters, right? Like the people that I know. I mean, we could see we could see three PO and R two D two. That's a possibility. That's always a possibility, as long as Anthony Daniels yeah. lives and breathes. He oh, can still do that, <laughs> right? So yeah. there's a possibility to see them. Well, we, um, we definitely don't want Star Wars guest of the week. No, no, we don't. Yeah. And I, but I think I don't think whoever we see is gonna be a regular character in the show because the show seems to be really good at creating its own new characters. So like these, all these people that that we've come to know uh, through the course of the series so far has been new. Um, so I don't know, I don't know who could be part of, part of the math that I'm doing in my head is the Dave Filoni math. Okay. Like, you have to wear, a, you have to wear a hat to do that math. What you wear, you put on your cowboy hat and you're like, how can I wedge in Ahsoka and Darth Maul into everything? <laughs> and I, I think Darth Maul is a good possibility. Truth be told. Oh yes, that's true. I'll, uh, no, I he died though. He died in uh, Rebels. Obi Wan killed him. In Rebels, but what is that? When what era is that? Am that's, I between, that's before. That's before New Hope. So he dies before New Hope. So he's not going to show up in the Mandalorian. Not true. Yep. I can't yes. remember now. <laughs> See, this is the problem. There's so yeah. many different freaking timelines and things happening. It's all Wait. retroactive. Wait a sec. They built a. They built a metal legs. So come yeah. on. Anything's possible. Well, the thing is, I don't remember the exact way he died. In the, I don't remember how he was cut. Well, how was he cut? Uh, he faced off with Obi Wan in the Tatooine desert. Yeah, but did, did, did he cut off his head, or did he cut his arms, or what happened, or did he just, just stab him? The chest. Okay. Well, maybe he has a second heart. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I just can't. 
I think we got to be done with. I think Darth Maul will have uh, probably a place in the Clone Wars animated series uh, this season. We'll probably see him pop up. We're never going to get a sequel to Solo. That's that was the other opportunity to have Darth Maul show up again. But I think we're done with Darth Maul. We think we have to be done with Darth Maul at this point. Well, look, I have to throw this out into the mix because I told you last week on Media Nerds that I was playing um, Wolfenstein: The New Colossus. Which okay. I downloaded and I haven't played it yet. It's freaking great. It's yeah. it's it's bonkers and it's it's pretty fun. And I'm not done it yet. But there's a scene in Wolfenstein where, and I was like, this is Darth Maul, where you are beheaded. You get beheaded, and it's just part of the story. And, uh, and uh, your head goes falling, and you're like, this must be the end of the game. But no, a drone catches your head and delivers it to the medical team who puts it on ice. Who puts your head, and then you get to see out of the out of the tube that your head is in, and then they successfully transplant it onto a new body. Awesome! <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, this is here. You go. Here is the precedence and template for Darth Wall. What you need? The head and the drone. Well, it's the, like basically Darth Vader." <laughs> had one arm left. Anakin only had one arm left after all of that, right? Before he got turned into Darth Vader. Yeah. Only one was actually his, his, he could only reach up with one. He had both legs and the other arm cut off. So yeah. I guess Bacta can heal anything maybe. Is that the answer? Is that the... Uh... Bacta, oh, and the force healing. The force healing. Right. Oh, yes, that's right. That's, a, I forgot about that. It can, it can heal anything or anything. No, nobody, no, anybody can come back to life. That's basically Not quite <laughs> He died too soon. I guess they, they hadn't invented that yet. Is that the... <laughs> well, and because they, they, they had established Qui-Gon being in the other weird realm or whatever, right? Because he came back and talked to Yoda. I still would like to see that scene. I'd still like to see a version of that where Qui-Gon comes back and talks to somebody. Yeah. You know, the best casting of that first film was Liam Neeson in that role, I think. And uh, just kind of wasted him with that one movie and that was it. It's one of the most frustrating uh, elements of that movie. It's when he's like, hey, I got some news for you. I've been talking to Qui-Gon. And that's like the classic show, but don't, you know, tell, don't show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm very excited about Rosario Dawson being involved. And I think it's going to be a great second season of The Mandalorian. Um, we'll just have to wait and see what, what they come up with. But uh, let's like, I don't know. Do you know if like this coronavirus thing is a delaying production at all? Or is anything happening with that? Is that... I thought I was under the impression that the Mandalorian season two had been shot. Oh, okay. Now, maybe not. I mean, if they're saying Michael Bean's been cast, well, what's happened? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And in theory, the Mandalorian is better than most shows in terms of being able to do it and keeping everybody isolated from one another. <laughs> There's been actually quite a few uh, Mandalorian memes and jokes, like never take your helmet off. That's the that's how you stay safe from the COVID-19. You never take your helmet off. This is the way. It's him and an animatronic puppet. (laughs) Like, the odds of catching it are pretty minimal on that show. I mean, in terms of the crew and the set and people working on the, the, you know, show, that would be an issue, I think. Um, Because we've heard about other other productions shutting down or closed. Like, you talked about Fargo last last week and that kind of thing. So, still a possibility. Um, But I hope, so far, they haven't said anything like that it's been delayed. So... Go. And I would want the episodes even without an ending. At this, oh, yeah. point. if they couldn't finish them all, oh, feed them up. I love that show, and you know, to me, it's the only reason I really have Disney Plus. Well, for me, to watch that show. As I said, I started watching um, 
Um, I started watching the Apple Dumpling Gang Returns on Disney Plus yesterday for my movie. Uh, and who know, who knew that like in that group, Don Knotts is the smart one. <laughs> That's right. Tim Conway, Don Knotts. Don Knotts is the smart one. Um, and so that was that was on Disney Disney Plus. I have not been watching the Clone Wars as I said. Um, as I've just you know, I I went with the movie thing just because I haven't really been into a bunch of TV shows at this point. Although I'm watching like you know Westworld and stuff like that um but yeah it's uh it's been a bit of a dry spell for me for tv shows and i don't think we have official confirmation on ahsoka on uh rosario mm -hmm. dawson being ahsoka i think it's all leaked to variety is it not well, i've got this thing about from forbes um this is a column that says, of course, now that they've cast her in a live action, that they're going to make a series. And this is all speculation. This is not, uh, no, it's not saying much here. Carl, Carl Weathers is set to direct an episode. That's good. That's good. Cool. So, yeah, I don't, so I don't know. I'm not even sure that, that it's confirmed. I don't think it is. I think it's just uh Oh, this is just variety. Yeah, it's just variety. Yeah. It doesn't say. Although it's probably true. I mean, I think that one's true. Michael Bean, I think. I don't know if that one's been confirmed either. So do you think that that's a, a correct assumption that now that they've cast her, they will get, they will make an Ahsoka Tano series? Yeah, I think, I think that's a good possibility. I mean, I don't know how many, we don't know how many seasons the Mandalorian is going to be. You know, right. so there's that too. But I mean, the more Star Wars series on Disney Plus, the better. Yeah, this seems to be the, the main focus that they're going in now. Um, no, no further news on any any movies or anything else happening with the movies at this point. Uh, they're going full in on the series, which is fine. So we will get again as we'll get the the Obi Wan series, the um, the uh, Dimin uh, what's his name? I always forget his name. Guy from Rogue One. Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor, yes, thank you. Um, we'll get that series and then another one, possibly Ahsoka Tano. And it's fine. It's, it's you know, I like I said, right now we can't go to the movie theater anyway. So I might as well be able to stay at home and watch this stuff at home. Well, yeah. And, you know, but although, you know, I, I'm going to be honest here and say I'm cheaping out on, on um, Rise of Skywalker because I spent, I you know, I dropped all that money for the premiere for most tickets that didn't get used. <laughs> it's right. So part of me is like, I've got this grudge about like, I'm gonna make my money back on this thing. <laughs> so uh, like, I just wish that they just put it on Disney Plus. They should, yes, I agree. Yeah. I don't think they're, I don't think they're gonna make a ton of money doing it this way as they usually yeah. would. Um, this, the, the, the reception to this movie is, is not been good. And I don't think people are chomping at the bit to see this. Um, although many people may have missed it in the theaters because it had kind of a bad word of mouth. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think you're right. I think that, um, yeah, they just like go ahead and put it on Disney Plus and let us watch it there. I mean, that's they kind of did that with Frozen 2. Like, I think they had Frozen 2 out yeah. for a little bit um, on, you know, available for pre -per whatever digital purchase, whatever they say. Uh, but now it's just Disney Plus. So I don't think now that we've seen them do this, why wouldn't people just wait to watch on a Disney Plus? Right? Yeah, that's sort of where I, the boat I'm in. Those who want to buy it will buy it. Like, that's just the way it is. Um, it's not going to change. Like I was, I've never, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I will eventually buy all the Star Wars movies again, probably. But um, at this point, I'm not interested in buying that movie as a standalone film. Uh, you know, you want to wait for like a box set or something like that to come out with some cool stuff in it. Um, so I don't think that they're going to lose any customers just by putting on Disney Plus. I think that anybody who really wants to buy it will still will still buy it. I know. I think that's true. I, I'll say something else, though. And that is when I'm watching scenes, like now you can see most scenes just on YouTube. 
Right. When, once the Blu-ray comes out, yeah. people rip that stuff onto YouTube really quickly. Right. So, so I've been I've been watching some of the scenes over on YouTube and stuff, and I have to say, it is not really spurring me to want to see the movie again. It's kind of yeah. funny. If anything, it's kind of stopping me from wanting to see it again. Like I again, I still maintain that both times I saw it in the theater, I did I did enjoy it. I thought it was fun. I, I would did not, did not have a bad time watching it. Um, it's only after the fact that I've had more time to think about it and read all the stuff about it that I'm like, oh man, this wasn't that great idea. Um, but I, I don't know that uh, I don't really feel an urgency to go see it again. Again, like we we might wait till Disney Plus to to do our watch along. You yeah, know, maybe it depends on how long that takes. But certainly, certainly, I'm not going to buy it right now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, but, I mean, we're dealing with the. Uh an entertainment economy that's just gonna get it it's gonna get hammered so bad did you see that uh last weekend for the first time the uh international box office was zero never happened there's nothing is every theater closed is that that's what's happened yeah unbelievable so this is your this is our chance to open a movie theater and run our own movie (laughs) and have the number one box office just individual booths oh wait that's a different kind of theater Mm, maybe not maybe not (laughs) <laughs> that's the madonna open your heart video that's right um I, I talked about last week on media nerds i talked about my favorite virus transmission movies and one of them was outbreak and i watched it uh and it's actually pretty good i definitely would, would recommend checking out outbreak if you haven't it's only it was available for rent on demand so it's not like on a streaming service it's just on demand it was like five bucks and the one scene that got me was the movie theater scene where the guy goes to the movies and he's sick and he's coughing all over place and you see like the germs point of view as it goes through the air and it goes into like other people's mouths and stuff it's so disgusting and then he goes i need water he goes he caught he like stumbles his way out of that he's like pushing his way through a lineup of people the concession stand he's like touching them all and it's like totally the opposite of social distancing so if there's any movie you want to watch to encourage the social distancing that's the one (laughs) sure you know what i find when i watch any movie now uh, and people are hugging and they're shaking hands and they're like group hugs and everything. And like every movie now, I'm like, oh, they shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> We're now so hyper aware of transmission yeah. of viruses. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, even the, yeah. Ewoks, the Ewok celebration is probably, you're like, oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> they're all going to get super sick. Oh, those Ewoks. Yeah. Those, don't yeah, eat, don't eat Han Solo. You don't know. <laughs> be carrying <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, it's it's uh, certainly an interesting time to be a Star Wars fan, to be any kind of a fan, uh, just because we have not a lot to do right now, and we're all catching up on different stuff. I have not even considered uh, doing a Star Wars marathon at this point. I don't know. I don't. I'm just not in the mood for that right now. More of a summer thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. I like to do or, that in the summer. Like I, I usually do it in the lead up to a new movie. I didn't this time around. Um, but uh, now that we don't have another movie coming out anytime soon, maybe maybe I'll wait till the summertime to do it. Yeah, like, and, and I sort of like, I always like going back and seeing the original trilogy. That to me, like when you go back to that one and then every see how everything branches off of it, it's, it's a pretty interesting. Now, like this is sort of like when I was a kid, I remember thinking, oh, I just wish I could see all of them. Like oh, I could go into the future and see all of them. And in a way, it's like having the wish you had when you were a kid, which was to be able <laughs> to like just go, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. And um i saw a video recently on youtube that was talking about how you know it's one of it's like a listicle video 10 times computer or 10 times cartoons have predicted the future 
and it talks about times where like Simpson said president Donald Trump was going to be president and that kind of stuff. And they had one episode of Futurama where they actually showed a marquee and it was Star Wars nine. So like, oh, Futurama predicted a ninth Star Wars movie. At the time, they were still doing the prequels. Like it was back in the early 2000s. Yeah. And the title of the film was Yoda's Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that doesn't make any sense because Yoda is certainly older. Maybe baby Yoda's bar mitzvah. Maybe we'll see his bar mitzvah. I kept, uh, I have my photo album of Empire Strikes Back clippings. Yeah. I kept when I was a kid when that came out. And uh, there's an interview with George Lucas, and he himself is talking about there's going to be nine movies, it's going to end at you know this year, and it's like it's off. But I mean, he was saying it. He's he said it himself. It's not it's not a wild prediction because he himself was saying that ages right ago. Yeah. But then later, but then later he went back on it. Was like, no, I only ever said there'd be six. Like he started. started oh no, no, I'm sure that I heard that interview yeah. at some point where he, he did, said no. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the thing is that you know, but we never did get his last three. Like he had a different vision for those yeah. final three movies than we got. And I I wonder. I wonder what it would have been different about it, and whether or not we would have enjoyed that more. You One know. day we'll find out. You think? I think we will. I think we'll find we'll out. Let's talk about it in an interview or something. Well, I, I actually think that maybe some of that stuff from the art of the Force Awakens appears to go in a direction that the that that film ultimately did not go in, mm-hmm. and that movie was rewritten. And my guess is the artists were going uh, concurrent to the script being written or rewritten by J.J. Abrams. And uh, so I think some of the stuff in the art of Star Wars, uh, Force Awakens, it wouldn't surprise me if that was some of George's original plan. Yeah. When you look at, I mean, I love that art of Star Wars book. That's one of my favorite ones, actually, to look at. I don't have that one. I've got my solo. Solo one, I've got Rogue One. You have it right there. It was just on my, I was trying to, I I have my set here for my, um, you can't see it. Uh, We're on webcam, by the way, for the listeners, but I have my, like fan quest poster in the background and yeah. stuff. I'm trying to I'm trying to do my setup for when I see students. I notice I'm noticing uh everybody, every instructor when we do these web conferences, everyone's got kind of interesting backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, well you've got like a picture on the thing there. That's pretty That's good. Me. That's a yeah. picture of me sitting in Central Park. Okay. In New York? There. Yeah. Okay, cool. There. And next to it I've got you can't see it in the in the frame, but just off frame I've got my Eaton's brick. <laughs> awesome see but another one of these conferences i remember seeing you and you were in your star wars room i thought you were in your your toy room so that that would be a cool uh backdrop if you're going to do a class you want to impress the students with your star wars collection you know as i say i don't think i'm going to do webex i'm going to tell explain to them why maybe not in this maybe maybe on this twitter chat (laughs) i just don't uh you know the buffering the freezing the must put on shirt the Yeah. It's... And what if some people uh, have home situations where it's not conducive to? Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a, very, that's a very true you know, thing. Like, like kids running, or you know what that's all about. Yeah, I've already had my son. So Luke, um, his favorite thing to do yesterday, the kids were here, and I had a couple of classes, and he his favorite thing to do is come on behind me and this chair. Well, sitting in has a like it's all it's down already, but it's the kind of chair that drops when you pull the the thing like the hydraulic uh chair that drops so his favorite thing is to come up behind me and pull it so i drop suddenly <laughs> and just to kind of go Whoa, just to scare me while i'm live on on with the students and then the what students I'm... get a laugh out of that so oh, i'll bet they do yeah I, well i've been saying to the students from day one they all think they're gonna have kids 
And I said, if you want to have kids, I want you to look into Dan Vatterbunker's eyes before you decide to have kids. He's, I said, that'll tell you the whole story. That's all you need to know. They're, still, they're joyful. They're the, the best part of my life. I know what you're talking about. Well, that's what everyone who says kids or who has kids says. You know, right. say I, they would never change that or go back on it. And then everyone like me who doesn't have kids is like, oh, I've touched a bullet. <laughs> Especially now when you you would have been stuck inside with them all the time That's right. for, uh, for the next uh, couple of weeks. Well, and, and, you know, but, and you must think about, you must also think about, I mean, this is off topic for Star Wars, but Whatever. you must, but you must, your kid, but you've established your kids aren't Star Wars fans anymore, or they're sort of fading away. Yeah, from, Luke, yeah. Luke is still a little bit, but not much. Yeah, that would drive me crazy. Well, <laughs> the, problem, but the problem is, look what we have to choose from. This is Star Wars, really, yeah. really, because look what they have to choose from. Like, we had this incredible trilogy of films that yeah. came out, and then that was it. And that's all we had. We had to rewatch them and rewatch them and, and just kind of celebrate that. And now they've got all the Star Wars to choose from. And some of it is good. Some of it is very not good. And it just, there's no focus, you know, and they really can't yeah. like pick one single thing. To, to say this is my favorite part of Star Wars. And that's kind of part of the problem, I think. I don't think, again, yeah. I don't think we're going to have a new generation of Star Wars fans out of this, maybe from The Mandalorian, maybe from the TV series. That remains to be seen. But as far as these films go, no, not going to happen. Clearly, yeah. the, clearly, there is a fan base that grew up with the Clone Wars and with the prequels. Those are the ones being very moved right now by the prequel, by the Clone Wars series. You know, I'm not one of those people, but uh, there are a lot of people out there. But that's like, that's not my kids. That's the generation before my kids. That's the millennials, I guess. Uh, my kids are, I don't know what generation they are. Why? Z? Zed? Zed. Yeah, we're Zed. We're Canadian, damn it. Call them Zed. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, wouldn't it be cool if they actually showed us an alien like Zed in in The Mandalorian? Like that, yeah. that um, alien, of course, based on the previous... Um, Kind of concept sketch of Chewbacca, an original concept sketch. They made it a reality. They made him a character in Rebels. They made another character in um, in the uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the the Master, same same species. I think it would be really cool to see one of those guys in in real life. Yeah, you know, we should we should see that. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, you know, uh, but at the same time, what I don't want is to see the entire Rebels team in life. <laughs> so we could see. I see now. I can't remember what happens in the other rebels. Who dies? The guy, the, Freddie Prince Jr. dies, right? Wait, who did he play? No, he was the Jedi, the blind Jedi master with the ponytail. Right. Did he die? Oh, then? I think he did. Yeah. So he's yeah. No, he's out. <laughs> Freddie Prince. Can't even remember. But Freddie Prince Jr. is going to not going to play a real life version of that because he didn't even look like the guy. The blind Jedi. Um, he wasn't blind originally, but he became blind afterwards. Uh, we have and that. He became even more knowing. Right. Of course, because he of course, yeah. Yeah, um, improved when you went blind. You have the uh, the Twi'lek uh, girl Hera, Hera. I think her name was. She was the pilot of the Ghost. Hera, 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 Hera. I think she's still alive. Um, probably Chopper is still out there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Sabine, I think, is the most likely person we would see in the Mandalorian. Yeah, I think so. And it's Ezra. I mean, Ezra is just like oh, I don't. Oh, think. We don't, don't do it. it. We don't want it. I don't know why because I think. I don't know, but if, if it's um, Dave Filoni, you know, you never know because he did Rebels. He might want to do this for uh, for the Mandalorian. Although he's in charge of the Mandalorian, is he? It's, it's John Favreau. Is is Filoni part of it? Uh, he's part. I think he's part. He's is is he not on board the production crew? I, yeah, uh, but he's I not the exact, He's not the showrunner. Uh, he just gets in there. He's just in there for the cameos. That's all he wants. He just wants to be in Star Wars. 
All of this was leading up to the cameo. <laughs> I thought of something worse. He he is in the Mandalorian as Cad Bane with that <laughs> big hat. Oh, poor Dave. Uh, Peter. Well, he remember what we said, our least favorite moment of the Mandalorian, which is when he's an X-Wing pilot. Yeah. Because it takes you out of it. I hate the wish I hate the Star Wars wish fulfillment where famous people or people involved get to be in Star Wars. Did you see if you watch the uh are you up on Westworld? Am I oh yeah, yeah, I am. Okay, yeah. Did you see the Game of Thrones cameo? I saw that's that's ridiculous. That's so bad. Oh, I kind of got a kick out of that. Well, it was clearly made at a time where they thought Game of Thrones is still going to be popular, and it's not. Like it's not something anybody talks about anymore. Um, because everyone hated the last season, but they had the idea to put those guys in that a long time ago because they had to come up with that shot of the dragon. I it was um, good. It, yeah, I guess so, but it was kind of like those. Yeah, yeah, very much so. But what oh, and are you up to date with Curb? No, curb your enthusiasm. No, I'm not. But here's the here's the thing about curb your enthusiasm. I can drop in at any time, and I have because I often will watch it. Like, I just I just felt one episode that recorded was like you know how sometimes like the, the recorded episode is is jerky and like yeah. it cuts out and stuff. So that one didn't yeah. work. So then I stopped watching it, and then just kind of built up on my PBR, and I haven't continued because I have to watch that one on streaming services now. But whenever, but I have dropped in occasionally. And whenever I do, you know instantly what's happening. Like, it's the kind of show where you can literally turn it on anytime, not ha- know anything other than the fact that it's Larry David and he's an asshole, and that's pretty much all you need. And it's hilarious. It's so funny. I saw the part of the one with, with um, John Hamm, and I'm like, I know exactly what's happening here, and it's so funny. It was a great, it was a great like, 10 minutes of that episode that I watched. That's a good I'm episode. Not, I'm yeah. not up on Curb. Uh, but we'll talk, we'll talk about that in, in Media Nerds at some point once all that stuff's wrapped up. I'm not going to spoil anything. Except to say, in the finale, there are cameos. Oh, okay. And, cool. uh, and once again, oh, so the finale was on already. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the last Sunday. Okay. So uh, there's some cameos, and I don't know. I wonder. I sort of avoided reading about it. I I enjoyed the cameos, but I think in some cases people won't. I have a fe- I have a feeling there's one. Well, maybe now there, there's something for me to watch now that I. I'm not watching my movies. I'll, watch, I'll still watch my 70s uh, movies, but I, I need something else to watch. So maybe I'll catch up on Curb. Guess what I get to finally see this week? What? 1917. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah finally. It's going to be so much better in your, in your, in your living room. It's going to be better. No <laughs> coronavirus. Not, no, but it's like, it was so good seeing it in the theater. It was such a good movie. <laughs> We've traced the coronavirus call, and it's coming from inside your house, Stan. Oh, no. I knew it. Hot Toys has come out with their Mandalorian and Baby Yoda figures. Have you seen them? No. It is stunning. Like it's it's off the charts good. Okay, well it's Hot Toys because so they're known for that. It's crazy. Like googling it now. I can't remember how much how I I remember just looking at the price and going totally worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah, like whatever it was, and like you could look at it and just think it's a picture from the show. It's so good. It is the one sixth scale. Yeah. $243. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> um, what else? Do they, have? they have Baby Yoda, you said? Yeah, it's, it's one toy. I'm trying to find it. Oh, it's one toy together. Oh, yeah. I, that's not what I'm looking at. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, that's very cute. It's solid. I think it's like. Uh, scale relative to the balance. It's, it's exactly scale yeah. to the. So the whole thing is three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. For the for the two of them together, it's three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. 
It's pretty well, sweet. That's, that's worth it. <laughs> In a down economy, maybe not. But those are like, yeah, those those are like super um, detailed, uh, like cloth uh, robes and everything. Yeah. It's very authentic. It's very well put together. Those those hot toys. Yeah. That looks cool. Yeah. Well, now we know what to get Kenton for his birthday. Please do. <laughs> My birthday's in September. Will we be able to leave our homes by then? Let's hope. We can only hope. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you?